ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as the men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp, has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, Terra Master, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. GPR Stabilizer, a leader in steering dampener technology, brings you the new Q5 Sport ATV dampener with better control and handling with an upgraded vane and seal system. Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619-661-0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talk Sandy. Logan Huff, welcome back to ATV Talk. How are you, brother? I'm doing good, Lenny. How you doing? I'm doing amazing. Hey, thanks for taking some time. I know that uh, in your recovery, you're a busy guy and you've got a lot of work going at Flexbar um, or Fast Company. Excuse me. Got to get the name right. Um, <laughs> sure. yeah. I wanna jump, I'm going to jump forward a little bit and then I'm going to jump back. Um, how's your recovery coming? Recovery's going good. Um, you know, my shoulder, it feel the more I'm moving it around, it feels super solid. Like it is really stiff. Um, physical therapy, uh, I've been doing some, uh, some exercises, some like stretching exercises and, uh, yeah, that thing just feels super stout. My arm like hardly even goes like half the movement that it used to do. So I got a lot of work to do, but, uh, yeah, just, yeah, three times a day doing some pretty, extensive stretches. And then like every hour I do some pendulums, like kind of just, you know, swing the arm around, not swing it around, but yeah, gently. Right. 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 <laughs> but it's, coming it's, along. it's definitely coming along. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. So we'll, yeah, get thanks. That. we'll get into the shoulder thing a little farther into the conversation, but um, mainly what I want to know is, is, your 2021 season started out pretty good. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, the 21, 21 season was, uh, it started out a little bit of a struggle at round one, if you ask me. I, uh, so I was riding really good though, uh, the beginning of the race. And, um, I think I started in like fifth or something like that, fifth or sixth. And then I got, I got behind Jared McClure. He was running third at round one for a while. And then uh, I ended up, I ended up getting around him and then we were going and I was riding a solid third place for a minute. And then that lagoon jump was just so gnarly. And, um, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Every time you like rode the beach line before that, before that jump, I was like, man, here we go. Like this jump again, like we had like 15 laps on this thing and, uh, yeah. And it was so chopped up. Anyways, I just totally like wussed and 
had to turn around on the lagoon jump and fell back to fifth place. Uh, yeah. And I just pretty much settled there for the rest of the day. I couldn't catch Travis Damon or, uh, Jared McClure, but yeah, it was good. And then after that, I pretty much was on the podium, uh, the next four rounds. Uh, I think I got, yeah, I got a, a third and a second and a third or a second and two thirds, one of the two. Um, but yeah, I was sitting a solid, uh, second play. I ended up moving up to the second, uh, second place and, and points and the halfway, halfway point of the year. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I ended up falling back to third and then, yeah. And then September came around, um, then the shoulder that thing came out in practice. That was a poor decision. Uh, so decided you were in Idaho first time in Idaho at first time at this course. Yeah. Okay. Idaho was, was it a practice incident or a race incident? Oh no. So Idaho actually went pretty good. Like it, it was Idaho. I got fourth and, uh, behind, uh, Evan Spooner. Okay. And yeah, a couple of, uh, yeah, the rest of the guys, uh, but the, yeah, so Idaho went good, but it was Cedar city. It was after, it was right before we came back from the, uh, it was right after we came back from the summer break. And, uh, yeah, I just went to Loretta, Loretta Lynn's big moto guy. And, uh, <laughs> I decided to send this, t- this triple that I was hitting all day, like the day before, but we were coming at it straight, you know, it was in Cedar city. And, uh, yeah, this time it was out of a turn in the full, in the full practice, like, the like with the off-road loop totally came up short shoulder came right out didn't crash or anything. My chest didn't even hit the bars. Like, so I wrote it out. Like it was fine, but no, it was not fine. Uh, but I was totally, yeah. And I, it like sucked itself back in there. I decided to race the next day because I was there, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I went to the line feeling pretty good. I was taped up and stuff like that. And, uh, got going, got a pretty good start. I think it was like I think I was fourth and start on the start. I'm not like super good at starts. So fourth ain't too bad. Um, (laughs) Fourth is a good start. And uh, yeah, Uh, shoulder ended up coming out in the second lap in one of the turns. Oh man, that was a bummer. And uh, I was totally riding the pace too. But yeah, after that, I just pulled back. I came back to, I think I fell back to like 10th or something. And, uh, I ended up passing a few guys though. Uh, once I started, I kind of had to change my ride style, you know, and, I mean, my shoulder, it came out, but it like sucked back in there. So finished the race, kept going, you know, it was, I was only like 14 minutes in when it came out. So I had a, like a good hour and 15 minutes to go. So I, I finished the race though. Um, but I had to change my riding style up and like about halfway through the race, I started clicking some laps off and I finished out with a seventh that day. Um, yeah, after that, I was really bummed out the whole deal. didn't really know which direction I was going to go until I got looked at, you know? Um, but I decided to do physical therapy. I just hammered physical therapy, did some research, um, from some like friends and stuff like that. And they had some exercises I could do. And, uh, yeah, I did that, hammered that until Glenn Helen didn't ride at all. Um, felt pretty pretty strong coming into, into Glen Helen. I was pretty confident, like drove the whole way there with my left arm. That's the one I've got an issue with. <laughs> so I drove, like, but yeah, little things like that. I was stoked. Practice went good. And, uh, yeah, I ended up falling on it in the pro section in the race. 
So that was awesome. Came right out. And, uh, yeah, like, you know how, like, yeah, you have this, uh, like you, everything's slow motion when you crash. So <laughs> I was going over the bars. It looks like a gnarly crash, I guess, cause of the section, but it really wasn't that bad. Um, cause it was, it was really slow motion. Anyways, my front wheel like went into a hole, like it went inside of like all these rocks and like it just, and my rear end kicked up. It just went over the, the rocks, the tires did, and it kicked my rear end up. And then my front tire got in that hole and it just ejectoed me like straight over the bars. And, uh, like it just endoed the quad never stopped going forward. And, uh, anyways, I was looking down at the rocks and I was just like, dude, like, I was like, am I going to land on my face right now? Or am I about to stick my arm out? And I'm like, it's, it's, I'm going to stick my arm out and it's for sure going to dislocate. And that's exactly what happened. And, uh, I was just pissed off. I was just mad. I wasn't even like, I don't even know. I was just so mad. And then all of a sudden the quad like lands right on my butt. It like rolls over. And I'm, I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I'm like upside down or like this, the quads upside down on me. So yeah, Braden Schofel, um, Carrie and, uh, awesome Baxter came and grabbed my quad off me though. Like nice dudes. Thank you guys. That was a big deal. Um, yeah, got me out of there. Didn't yank on my arm. <laughs> I was just, I was just yelling. I was like, don't touch my arm. <laughs> man but yeah i got out of there gosh didn't, didn't go back in this time did it no not for a minute i got it to go back in but it took like a good like 15 seconds of me having to like really move my shoulder around to get it in it, it wasn't good <laughs> it hurt that time <laughs> yeah what place were you in when what place were you in when that happened man i think i was in like I think it was in fourth. I think I was in fourth because uh, I was right behind Sloan. I was like right behind him because I had an issue with the lap before. Man, that, that rock section was pretty gnarly. I'm not going to lie. Like I ride rocks all day long out here at Sand Hollow. Like that's my jam. And uh, I don't know. Those were some gnarly rocks. We were just coming into it. Uh, I don't know. It's so tough. Like coming into that race, like without any seat time, like I know a lot of guys don't ride like all the time, but everyone in my class, like rides all the time, like at the level we're competing at, like we ride, we ride all the time between the races, you know, like, and so I would, I just really just felt like I wasn't strong. Like I wasn't like looking back, like I felt like my arms weren't strong enough and I just was rusty and yeah, I just made a poor decision, poor, like poor judgment coming into that. Cause I only tried the one line the whole time and like the whole race in the, uh, well, the whole five laps that I was in it. But every time I went into that pro section, I only tried that one line and it was kind of gnarly. Like it was like a buck and Bronco going through there. If you didn't have steady throttle the whole time when the quad was just kicking all around, like it was, you were straight up going to get thrown into the bars right when the front end settled, you know what I mean? In the rocks. Like, so I don't know. It was whatever it is what it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was kind of rough. Um, the night before that race, uh, we did our first press press conference with you guys. Yeah. 
that was sick up in the uh in the Glen Helen uh Glen Helen Tower thing. Yep. I don't know what the heck that thing's called, but yeah, no, it was cool. That was actually really cool. We were out like inside that room upstairs. And uh yeah, I had Joel and yeah, air conditioned. <laughs> yeah, I had Joel and Jay uh yeah, Jacob and uh yeah Eller. Grayson. Grayson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those dudes, that was sick. That was cool. Joel was ripping. Pretty cool to see Bo hang on to him though. Like I was looking at the lap times. I think it was only 19 seconds down in the last lap. What do you think it's of the rad. social media um backlash that Joel got? I mean, like it was cool for sure, but I wasn't really stoked that he came over here and just smacked us. Like I was like, man, I was well, like, well, he got a bunch of backlash. <laughs> He did all backlash. Yeah. Like he got, yeah, he got some, yeah, he got the, he got a lot of love. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was cool. Us. Uh, I yeah. mean, I don't think anybody on our side said anything, but there were some people that were talking smack about, Hey, you should have freaking won by a bigger margin. You know, you rode, they had three motocross oh. tied together, you know, it was your deal and da, 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 da. I don't remember everything that he told me. I talked to him about it. He's, he was pretty fired up. He's coming back. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he is. He was stoked on it. I was talking to him after the race and I'm, I'm pumped that he's coming back out. I mean, dude, it was a long race, you know, like he, like I, I've been out there. Like I was saying, I went to the Loretta's in August, like, and I was tripping on how fast those guys were going. And I'm just like thinking in my head, I'm like, dude, if you went that fast for an hour and a half, like dude, that, like the head would melt or something like there's no way that the, like the quad's not going to hold up that long. You know what I mean? Like, dude, that's crazy how fast that they were going and well, just sending it, literally just sending it all the way to flat. And it's like, dude, you would literally break your shit or like your quad out there in the desert. Like no way, dude, no way. So I, I don't know. I, you, you have to build them totally different for the two different worlds. Yeah, totally. It's a totally different world. So it was awesome. It was rad. I was pumped that they got to come out and like, we're, you know, everyone was giving them tips and tricks and stuff like that. And they already knew the Yamaha pretty well. So, I mean, yeah, he did. They both did really good out here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. It was awesome. Yeah. Glad to have them out. I'm sure they get uh, that track. The pro section probably totally threw them off. I'll bet that was what was really gnarly for them. But like, I mean, Hey, you never know. They're both really good riders. So it doesn't surprise me that they got right over it. You know what I mean? Did you see the video on him? Bo and him kind of did the same thing. They came up on the outside. Outside. Exactly. Squared <laughs> off and, and squared it off and then went straight through it. When everybody else was trying to turn in on the inside line. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm telling you, man, I should have tried that outside. Uh, inside, it got me. Oh, such a bad deal. Such a bad deal. Whatever. <laughs> You're the only guy taking that line. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Travis, Travis yeah. crashed in there. Um, I think he was with... Uh, I don't remember who he was with, but they, he ran uh, bar to bar with somebody in there and went over the, went over the bars. I think it was Mike. Mike was stuck in there for a minute. I think he was like high center or something. He threw a chain. Oh, was that what it was? Okay. Got you. Everybody in the race, but Bo and Joel had a problem in the pro class. 
Everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the way back had some type of weird issue, whether it was in the pro section or, you know, uh, Jacob Stevens bike stalled after he gassed and then wouldn't refire. Oh. You know, they had to push start him. Really? Yeah. So okay. Comedy of comedy of airs from third back. I mean, it just everybody had something. Man. Going on. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so like, and I, and like, that was a thing for me that like, it's and like coming back, like I just like, I hate to just, Oh yeah. Back over me real quick. But no, like that, I'm just saying like, I have had a hard time putting like a smooth race together this year. Like what a struggle. I feel like, like that is my goal next year is to put smooth races together when I come back. Well, you had a battle with uh, Travis Damon in uh, Taft. And you yeah, that was awesome. Second, and you ended up second there. And so. That was a smooth one. Yeah, it was. I, mean, was, <laughs> I think that was the smooth one. <laughs> yeah, because you guys came, you guys came from what? Fourth and fifth to second and third. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was like fifth on the start. That was a long turn. Like that first turn, man. Like I was, I thought for sure Mike was ahead of me and I ended up starting in front of him. By the time we got to that first table, I was like, dang, that was just hugging that inside, man. It's a big deal. Hey, that's, that's a bitching track. I like, I like Taft. Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood Hill. That's a good one. Yeah. I love it. I've never had really great luck there, but I, I really enjoy riding that place. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Yeah. It's all, it's been pretty, I've had decent luck. I don't know here and there. Oh well, yeah. I got, I've had good luck. I've gotten a couple seconds there. I think now that's right. two, that's yeah. two seconds, man. <laughs> you, right. took a, you took a ride in the white truck though too didn't you a ride on the white truck oh dude i scattered myself yeah that wasn't good i'm also dnf or dns for that one as well I didn't even get a lap you know what yeah that was it, i've all i've had struggles i've had good weekends and i've had bad weekends at hollywood hills because i've also in my pro-am days i crashed in the parade lap and ended up crashing in the first lap of the race as well. Coming into the, into the pro-am pit, into the pro pits, I crashed over the log and the quad ran me over. Like a somersault, I landed in front of it and it like, like pinned me down. The front wheels went over me and then it stalled. <laughs> I couldn't move. And I crashed right into my pit too. My dad, uh, my dad and uh, yeah, Bryant and Cody. <laughs> and Colin, I think, yeah, came over and just lifted the quad off me. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, some real struggles there <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, that's too funny. At least yeah. you were in your own pit, right? I was literally right in front of them. It was hilarious. They like took two steps to lift the quad off me. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> When you, uh, when you, uh, hurt yourself at Glen Helen, when you went home, how long did it take you to go to the doctor? Um, I got, I got in there that, that Tuesday, 
again that Tuesday to get get looked at. Yeah, I'm pretty uh Randy Clark, he's a he, he worked on my hand when I I uh messed myself up on my mountain bike. Anyways, uh yeah, he worked in my hand. So I had his phone number and uh, I was just like, hey man, can you get me looked at? Got me all dialed in. So that was good. Did he do the surgery on you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He worked on my shoulder as well. Yeah. Randy Clark. Yeah, he does real good work. But so far, I haven't started using this thing. But like I said, yeah, I feel super tight and I'm happy about it so far. So and and what type of injury do you have or did you have? So it tore like the late, it tore the labrum. And from what I understand, that is the tissue around the rotator cuff. The rotator cuffs where the humeral head like rests on. And uh, so the labrum, like basically like the shoulder, from what I understand, like a scene bike, it can only come out forward. Like, so mine came out forward. Like, I'm pretty sure that's the only way it can come out. And, uh, it basically, it blows out that labrum. It tears a labrum on its way out. You know, the humeral head does. And, um, yeah. So, and then, and then pretty much when it comes out and then it sits underneath of the shoulder, like it, like the humeral head just dents itself on like the bone of the shoulder and on the bottom side of the shoulder. And so, um, I had a big old gnarly gash in my, in the humeral head, I guess too. And, um, yeah, so he, you know, trims that up, all that, all the edges and stuff like that. So it doesn't tear anything up in the future. And then, um, they pretty much, they drill holes underneath of the labrum and then they've got like anchors and they screw the anchors in and they've got like ropes on them and they just tie up the, so I've got like six, um, six anchors under the labrum is what I was told. And yeah, they just tie up the labrum and fold it up and stuff like that. So it's nice and tight. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You know what? And they also, uh, so like there's a ligament, I don't know what it's called, but it's on the backside of the shoulder Mm -hmm. right behind the humeral head. And, uh, inside of that big cut, like that big old gash that I had, they put two anchors in it. They put it through the through that tendon so that it can't go forward as, as easy. And I'm going to lose some outward rotation as far, like I'm probably going to get most of it back, but I'll lose a little bit of it. And, uh, yeah, it's going to keep it from going forward though. So I'm, as long as I can ride, I'm cool. <laughs> what did he say about your prognosis? Uh, prognos- like, uh, as far as like what I'm going to do with it afterwards, how, <laughs> did he tell you you can come back and that you're going to be okay yeah he built me for racing so yeah he uh we should we should be good um i'm thinking he's saying five to six this is what he told me was or no he didn't say five to six he said four to five month recovery like total recovery so i got the surgery done finally on november 12th and let's see in two weeks, I'm going to meet up with them again and I'm going to be out of the sling completely. Um, next Tuesday I go to PT. I'm just going to keep that rolling obviously. Um, but yeah, so after I get the sling, I think it's going to be like two months. He said, he's like, I wouldn't, he's all, it wouldn't surprise me if you felt strong enough to get on like a month or two after, after you're out of the sling doing physical therapy. And I'm just like, I don't know, man, like I don't want to have like a loose shoulder in the future. Like, 
I'm really thinking outside the box. Like, I don't know. Like I'm thinking about, I'm thinking like, as far as like my goals here, my long-term stuff, like, I think I got a good 10 years left racing at a pro level, racing quads. <laughs> and, uh, like, I just don't want to have any issues in the, in the future, you know, like, I mean, look at Bo, dude. Yeah. And then, and like, look at Chad and all these guys, like they're getting, they're getting older. And it's like, I just want, I want to be able to do that. You know, like it'll drive me nuts if I can't, I think because of like a, like a bodily injury, like that would really drive me up a wall. I'd want, I'd want to let, I don't know. I have no idea, especially if it was early, you know? So I want to at least make it, make a little longer. So I want my shoulder to last. I'm going to probably take a little extra time and I'm not going to come back to racing until I am ready to compete and get back on the podium and be the same person I was when I left before my injury on Cedar in Cedar city. Cause dude, I've got the speed and I'd really like to just focus on wins when I come back. I mean, I really don't think it's too far out of the picture. You know, I, I mean, haven't, it's, you never know, you know, you never know. So, um, <laughs> I, I don't want to come into it and hurt myself. Like I did in Glen Hill. And like I said, I was thinking that, you know, um, I think I was probably a little weak as far as the riding strength goes, just coming into racing from, you know, having an injury in Cedar and then coming back a month later at the next round, like, I don't know, man. I didn't really feel that strong on the quad the whole race. Like, I mean, I was just kind of out there and I don't want to just be out there, especially if I'm, especially if I'm not in it for the points, like I'm going to be way out of it. Like I'm thinking I'm going to be back. Like I'm thinking I'm going to be back on the quad in like March, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I might not come back to a race until like May or June. And then if I, if there's no races, then I'll come back after the summer break. I just, you know, the body it's, you know, just for a long career, I think it's going to be important to take the time. And a lot of riders don't make that choice. I mean, I can tell you, I'm proud of you because I didn't make that choice. I didn't even go to the hospital. I didn't even go to the doctor. I just kept riding. I just kept dealing with it. And now I have a, an arm that doesn't function correctly. I mean, I, I can live and I can do, and I can work and I can do all these things, but if I was going to go ride with you, I, I couldn't, I can go a little short spurts. Um, and then the arm starts to take over and uh, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, when it, and when it pops out, it goes back in, but you know, once Ooh. it pops out, you, you're, I mean, I've been, I've been doing curls uh, training and boop pops out and I've set the <gasps> down and I go, I walk around a little bit and it pops back in and I go back and I, and I may not go back to curls, but I go to the next exercise. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just go about man. Oh. You, just act like, you just act like it doesn't nothing happen because it, it, at any given moment, I, I think the most painful thing is, is when I'm tightening something with that right arm and it slips. Oh, got you. Yeah. Kind of uncontrollable motion. That's the worst. That's the worst thing for my shoulder ever. It just oh. hurts so bad. Uh, it's your uh, right. It's your right shoulder. Then yeah, I'm right-handed. Oh, oh, dude. That's a, that's gnarly. Yeah. So it, it, uh, it, I'm doing pretty good. I have, I, I try to try to keep everything in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Stretch that arm too far out in front of you. Um, yeah. So 
as long as you know your limitations, you're, I'm fine. I, I mean, I did it to myself. I can't be mad at anybody. Yeah, it is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's, I feel that. Yeah, but yeah, as long as you keep it on front of you, I feel you. Yeah, you kind of, yeah, you figure it out. So like I was saying, like, I had to change my ride style in the middle of the Cedar City race just yeah. to, so my shoulder wouldn't come out. <laughs> yeah, just so you could finish. So I could finish, yeah, and go kind of fast. I was just like, man, this is not what I want to be doing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to change my ride style when I come back. Like, no, dude, like, we're going to be mashing. <laughs> That's the goal. Adaptation. <laughs> But adaptation is, is a is a huge thing you have to have. Yeah, that's for sure. I gotta, I definitely gotta be careful with it when I come back. So, so you come back and you're riding and you're used to the Yamaha and gas gas rolls in with, with quads and they say, hey, you, you know, you're a factory guy now, and you have to ride that machine one thousand percent different than you do now. You have to adapt. That's yeah. true. That's so, definitely true. I feel you on that. Yeah. Not saying the gas gas or KTM or Huskies. No. I keep putting it out on every show. Maybe they'll hear about it and maybe they'll think, you know, maybe. Hey, you know, you never know. I mean, it's a good market right now. Like do with handlebar sales. Oh my, it is just something else. The racing is, I think the ATV racing is totally killing it. I think the racing is what's really keeping the ATVs like just rolling right now, like big time. Maybe I'm just not seeing the recreational side as much, but I mean, I gotta just assume that it's rolling over there too. You know, you know, um, beans that I, what I do every day, we cycle models. Okay. For a while it's Banshees. And then for a while it's LT 500s. And that doesn't mean I don't have the other models as well, but right now it's YFC 450 R's. They have to take and give them a wreck machines, all sand dune stuff. Oh, that's cool. That's way cool. Nice. Uh, and and uh, the the best one of the one uh, just is we'll give we'll give Fast Company a plug here. Um, yeah, the coolest options that you can have with the Yamaha it's fat bar, so you can go right to a set of flex bars without changing the stem. I love it. I know it. Yeah, it's great. And fifteen one lows. <laughs> and you, what you do is is most of the guys that are buying them are older, so they need that modification to help make their ride better you know yeah it's a big deal so yeah i mean i know it was a shameless plug for fast for fast company but that's that's, that was good when you get old and you have injuries like me uh it it, it, you know i don't go ride unless the bike is set up correctly dude for sure you know what? I, it's funny you say that because now I'm like, because with my hand, I like, so I've been using flex bars since I was like way before I started working there, right? Like 2012, which I got my first set. And uh, yeah, you know, you kind of, you just, you know, I had them on there, didn't really realize like the benefits, had them set up wrong a couple of times, had them rolled forward, <laughs> all that stuff. Uh, been down that road, uh, <laughs> been down that road. Uh, Colt Breaker Hoff hooked me up. Got me all dialed in with the right setup and stuff like that at one point. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. And then my hand broke my hand a month or a year and a half ago, a month broke my hand a year and a half ago. Anyways, came back and I set up the right side 
softer than the left side. And it helped out a ton. And I didn't even notice it in the control, like feeling it just, I just noticed the benefits. Um, pretty rad, super goofy sounding, but it really worked. It was legit. Um, I'm kind of, I'm, it might sound ridiculous, but I'm kind of excited to come back from this injury and use my flex bars and set them up to, to feel better with my shoulder right now. <laughs> Not even kidding. <laughs> I've, told, I've told you this story, but when uh, I was building bikes for Craig Christie and uh, Dave Scott, who was uh, out of New Mexico, was sponsored by Flexbar before you worked there. And he told Craig Christie, hey, if I'm going to ride your bike, we have to I sponsored. I have to run these bars. And I was anti, but I said, OK. So I ended up putting them on there and and I set the cushions up you know, soft, like I do for most people. Um, because I wanted, if we're going to run a bar that moves you, it has to move. So everybody's got their own little theory, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Yeah. It's all preference. Yeah. I set up a suspension test and we go out there and we're, and, and I'm driving out there, you know, I got three quads and my tools, all my stuff, you know, lights, cause it's going to be at night. We're all ready to go. And, uh, the phone rings. Oh man, I can't make it. Oh man, I can't make it. What? All three of my riders can't make it. What? Yeah. So they all bagged out on me and I'm already on, I'm there, you know, <laughs> well, I have to do this test. So I guess I'm the guy. And, and yeah. I rode the quad that night and made the adjustments and, and I had a great time, you know, did all the things that I needed to do. And when I'm driving home, I'm driving home with my right arm not even thinking about it. Right. Yeah. First time that I've ridden with flex bars. Uh, and I got about halfway home and I'm thinking I'm driving with my right arm and I move my sh- shoulder, my arm. And it's like, wow, it doesn't hurt. This no legs, no pains. Easy. Yeah. I'm sold right then. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the, after the ride, like, especially if you have the, I mean, yeah, when you're younger, it's tougher to see those benefits for sure. But like, I'm I mean, when you get injured, like when you have injuries and like certain things bug you and all that, it like after you ride, it's like, yeah. And then you run the flex bars. It doesn't, it gets rid of that upper body issue. Like, dude, it's a big deal. I've, I've even heard of it helping out with like neck issues and stuff like that. When you're really attacking something, standing up into it. I bet. Okay. I can I see totally, that. I totally agree with that. Because yeah. I can totally see it. You know, we're, we're talking about, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to get a check for this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can stop. <laughs> uh, it's too late now, dude. You're already bought in. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to go you're going to go into work tomorrow. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just put it on the tab. <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree with you. The neck from your fingertips to your neck, uh, it, it all benefits by them. Yeah, it's a big deal. So we got a little off track. Um, yeah, talking, yeah. About, talking about uh, how to make your ride better, but that's all good. Yeah, um, it's easy to do. I can't, I can't wait for you to come back. I hope you come back sooner than that. Um, I know that I, I you. pushed you a little bit to come to Prim. And you know why I pushed you to come to Prim? Because mm-hmm. I wanted you to be part of the press conference we had there. I was pumped. Thank you for that. Felt special. 
you were, you are, you know, uh, <laughs> you, you ended up number five for the year and that puts you yeah. in the press conference. And, um, it, well, I wanted to make sure that, uh, you got your just due because you earned that right in that spot, you know, you deserve to be there. And uh, I think you're always added dimension to the conversation. Um, when I get you with the rest of them, uh, you're, you're going to give me some good feedback and some good information. And, um, you didn't get to ride, but you were there and you were taking part of it. Um, so that being said, let's get your take on, on prim, how things broke down for watching practice and, seeing how everybody rode because we did have three cross country East coasters there. Um, yeah. And uh, it was a lot of fun with those guys and they, they were, they were throwing some digs both way though. That's for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Johnny came out with a little bit more of a, uh, so like they were, they were out at uh, Corey's house and Corey lives right. Like pretty, like compared to anywhere else, he lives down the street. Um, but yeah, he's not, he's definitely, he's like 10 minutes away from my house anyway. So, uh, yeah, we were, they, they were riding out here and like, I was checking out their quads over his house. And like, so Johnny, he got like a whole, he got like a work set up this time. Cause he came out, he came out to have and uh, quad just beat him up. He was like, he had, so like they run shorter shock shafts and they run like, they run like seven inches of ride height out there. And, uh, like, and I, I think it's because the quads are so narrow, like they have to run them like that because otherwise the thing's going to tip over or something. <laughs> so, and we, yeah, so we run, we run eight inches of ride height out here anyway. So like that, so the quadras is beating them up. It happens too. So he had a whole new setup coming into this one and it worked, it worked a lot better for him. I think he was a lot more stoked with his finish and all that and his ride. And, uh, yeah, Hunter Hart, he was ripping. He was giving it the beans the whole time. That was cool. Um, I think he his rode, setup was holding him back. Yeah. He rode narrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. He just, he just brought his woods bike out, which is cool. I appreciate Like I can totally appreciate that because that's what I would do. If I went to a, a GNCC series, that's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? I'm just going to bring a quad out there and hopefully it works. Like <laughs> So um, yeah. And it was awesome to see that because he was ripping. He didn't hit the K rails. He wasn't down. Um, and which was fine. I totally understand. Like, dude, I mean, it was easier for me to say, you know, not racing or anything like that. I mean, I might've been not too mad about not having to ride <laughs> with those K rails. I think I'll, and I'll say it like, cause I mean, I, I, I was saying it, no, me and Kenny were talking about it. Um, uh, big Kenny. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I feel like I would have went over that big one that Alex Ortiz went over and he was the only quad to go over it. I knew they could do it. I was just like, dude, that was sick. Like big props on that. That was, that was rad Alex. And, um, uh, anyway, so yeah, sending that big, that big K rail anyways. So Hunter Hart, he wasn't down. He was going around that, going around the outside. Maybe that was even holding him back. Cause I think he was. Yeah. So Travis, he was two, he was almost three minutes down from Bo. He was two minutes, 50 seconds back. I mean, I got to give it to him regardless. So he was out there for three and a half hours. Right. I mean, what do you expect? Um, and so I rode, I rode a strong second and I think, yeah, Mike got around him at one point and then had an issue. I don't know what happened, but had an issue in the last lap. He never came around. Um, 
the, yeah, so yeah, he, yeah, Mike never came around and yeah. So Travis got him and yeah. Who got third? Yeah. Hunter got third. Yeah. So Hunter was riding a solid fourth the whole time that he got in a third after Mike broke merit. He got in a fourth. I believe he finally got around Jacob Stevens yes. and uh, yeah. Hope to clutch. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah. That's, that was what happened. Yes. So they, yeah, Jacob had the issues, smoked a clutch, Merritt got him. And, uh, and then Kenny got fifth. Yeah. Little Kenny got fifth. Yep. Yeah. That was solid. Yeah. It was cool to see him rounded up. You know, that was awesome. All those dudes. Yeah. Bo checked out as always. I mean, as expected, I kind of like it coming into it. I was like, you know what? I think he's just going to do his thing out here. It's prim. How many times has he raced here? You know what I mean? K rail. I mean, he's like the smartest guy out there. I feel like on the track. So he's going to go over the, the small one, lose a little bit of time. If he, if any, right. right. And then he's going to go out and race on the off road where there's 10 minutes of track, you know? So yeah, one of those things, it was pretty, I mean, it was, it was definitely expected for sure, but um, yeah, no, it was a cool race. Um, show me nuts to be honest like i didn't really i wasn't really like happy i wasn't riding because the k rails i would have rode those things but no i uh yeah it is what it is a little bit different perspective cool to go out and support the series support the kids and support uh the friends for sure yeah i got i mean i'm I'm friends with all those dudes in the pro class and uh pro-am and i'd say yeah everybody at the everybody at the series so we got our you know little works racing family and Plus, uh, yeah, Corey and Johnny were going down anyways. And like I said, yeah, he lives 10 minutes away. So just rolled down there with them. And yeah, I mean, yeah, Johnny and yeah, Mark Notman and, uh, yeah, Josh Merritt and Hunter Hart, we all went to, uh, went, went to Vegas on was it Saturday night uh, the weekend. And after our, after our press conference, we did there and, uh, yeah, that was rad. No, it was, it was a good weekend. It was a lot of fun. An easy way. Also a good way for me to pass the time. I'm freaking going nuts in this sling. And if I could just check off another weekend, <laughs> let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> Cause you're not getting to do anything. No, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I'm wondering what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm off on Fridays. Now we work, we work hard through the week over a fast. We're, uh, yeah, Monday to Thursday, uh, seven to seven to six now. So I get my forty in before before the before Friday comes around now. So yeah, and I got tomorrow off. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised he hasn't started a second shift. I know. Right? Well, I mean, hey, I mean, we could we talked about running machines overnight, but um, yeah, we yeah we just. Uh, we just don't, I, I, I get it. Yeah. He just, he don't work as guys like that. But you know, we don't, yeah, we just don't, you know, we, we, uh, we live or we live, we work to live, right. We don't, we don't, uh, live to work. So. <laughs> okay. All right. I get that. I haven't figured out that yeah. concept yet, but I understand. I feel you hundred percent. Yeah. Most of my work's on my phone too. And I'm just always on my phone all the time. Like, Oh my gosh. Like, I'm sorry guys. Like I would say that to everybody listening right now. Like if I ever like lag, like I'm sorry, <laughs> just slammed. It's ridiculous. Too much screen time. I was looking at my screen time the other day. I got, I had, I had seven hours of screen time. 
is nonsense. It can't be good. I need to get some like glasses or something. Dude, my thumbs were cramping. Dude, cell phones. I just want to throw them at the wall. Like, this is not okay. And like, we're here on like Zoom right now. Dude, if I would invested in that like 10 years ago, can you imagine? Holy cow. <laughs> I'm changing. <laughs> did you imagine a bought in Bitcoin when it was a penny of stock? Yeah. Who's got like a hundred Bitcoins? I want to know. <laughs> well, dude, if you'd have bought, let's say you'd have bought a hundred dollars worth at a penny. And yeah. You know, it's worth freaking $52,000 a share. You're loaded. And it's like, I mean, it's been fluctuating, but like not too crazy. Like, I don't know. It's pretty steady over 40 grand. Like, I don't know. Gnarly. I'm just, if you owned a hundred thousand shares and it's $40,000 a piece. Yeah. I'm selling out. I'm see ya. I'm checking. Yeah, out. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah, I, I used to know you guys, but I'm going to be gone. Yeah, I'm gone. Just I'm a Bitcoin. Find an island and I'm not coming back. Yeah, that's another thing that we're just wasting time on too. It's stocks. That ain't okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, these phones are not good. <laughs> no, no, they're not. No, they're not. It's good to talk though. I mean, I wouldn't see otherwise with the races, you know. <laughs> you have to you have to spend some time uh i like the i like the zoom you know i've got to you know i had i had interviewed josh uh merritt and hunter hart and then getting to meet them face to face was pretty awesome uh i've gotten to spend some time with people and, and meet people uh through the the podcast and the zoom that i wouldn't had that opportunity um there's a lot of pretty cool people in our industry Right. Dude, it's awesome, man. It's like, and yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. It's tough to say they're not good. Cause like, dude, like being in touch with all these dudes, like these are like these are relationships that you would never be able to have. Right. Like it's, it's pretty cool too. Yeah. Pros and cons. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the, about works starting a woman's pro class? Um, I think that's awesome. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think we need it. And, um, yeah, I think it'll just, uh, dude, go over at the GNCC series. Um, I mean, it could totally, it could totally help if you're, if you're kind of, if you're promoting a pro women's class, it gives like a, like those amateur ranks, something to look, look, look forward to and strive for. You know what I mean? Like, like if you're not racing in it, like, I don't know if you're in amateur classes, I get, you know, there's dudes that are out there to have fun and race, you know, as a hobby for sure. And there's the younger kids who who look up to the pros and like they want to be and one day i mean they'll maybe even get into those teen years and they're like you know what like i can do this thing like i can get into that pro class i think you know and like before you know it that's the goal and like it's just yeah no, it's awesome it, it helps you gotta have a pro class yeah, yeah exactly i think it brings legitimacy to the women's side they have it in the motorcycle side of it you know yeah and they have a pro woman like Brandy Richards that won the motorcycle pro class in the women's division and then went out and won the men's pro-am. Yeah. Yeah. She's gnarly. Yeah. She's way gnarly. Yeah. I think she got second for the year in pro-am. No, she won it. Did she win it? She won it. She won it. Alex Morgan didn't get it. Nope. 
She really passed him and put it By on. How many points? I thought, uh, I thought he got it. Dang it. That's impressive. Two points. Man. All right. It came out. I guess I'll find out. I'm going to the banquet on Saturday, so I'll find out. <laughs> yeah, she she squeaked it out. Man, that's impressive. Well, kudos. Yeah, Alex Morgan's my guy, my flex handlebar guy. She's program class. <laughs> well, I was walking by the cow the KTM. Oops, Kawasaki, really. I was walking by the cow the KTM guys, and I and I didn't know who I was talking to. He just looked kind of official, you know. And I said, yeah. What's wrong with you guys? And he goes, What are you talking about? What, what do you want? And he says, Why is Brandy not under that tent? Yeah, honestly. She's the What's fastest the deal? woman on the planet. Yeah. And and you guys are disrespecting her by putting her in a van across the street. Yeah, it don't make any sense. I feel that. I was wondering on it. I was wondering similar things myself. And he said the same thing. He says, I don't know why. I says, no. it's gotta happen. He said it's gotta happen. Work here. Yeah. I, mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I says, I'm not much of an orange fan. Hair <laughs> under the tent, and I might have to change, I might have to change my color. <laughs> right yeah it's like oh, firing something up <laughs> exactly i mean I, I i really enjoy talking to her because she is just on, on fire yeah yeah she's probably pretty I've, i haven't talked to her before i just assume she's cool for sure so that's awesome she has one goal and you talk about focus and tenacity that that little girl got it and, and that's rad I don't mean to disrespect her by saying little girl, she struggles to be 150 pounds. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's a good athletic fit. Yeah. For a woman. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. It's, that's, that sounds good to me. You know, I don't know how she rides that bike cause she can't even get her leg over it. You know, um, yeah, she on a 450. She's on a 350. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Yeah. That's she, good. She's not saying no to the 450. Um, right. She said she had to ride the 250 too hard. Um, but the yeah. 250 is just right in the middle. And she says it's awesome. Yeah, it actually holds up. Yeah. It's durable, easier to ride. And she's beating the, the, the men on the 450s with it. Oh, sure. Yeah. The 350 is fast. Yeah. It's a good bike. Yeah, I ridden one, but I know I got a lot of friends that ride them. <laughs> yeah, I've heard nothing. But Bo just got one. A KTM. Yeah, he got a three fifty. Yeah, all right. Is that what he? No, he's been yeah because he's been racing the two stroke. Yeah, he just got three fifty. Yeah, he was all fired up on. It. He was telling me about it at print. That's yeah, good bike. He likes his a Honda too. So yeah, that's awesome. yeah the uh, the dirt bike. Yep, I think he stopped racing the Honda because. Cause, um, cause, uh, yeah, they don't, they don't pay him. Yeah. They don't pay the anymore. <laughs> yeah. So we got to kick him. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I feel it. Yeah. I mean, Hey, like you guys, I don't know why you're dipping out of the market. That's what you get. <laughs> I heard a weird rumor that they wanted to stop making motorcycles. Man, let's hope it doesn't come to that. You know? Like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd be so bummed. Uh, dude, I get it. I get it. You know, I mean, you're been one of the top manufacturers for 50 years. I mean, maybe more. Why would you, why would you just walk away from that? 
Yeah. Like it's already rolling. Like you already spent the money on the tooling and the, the machinery. I mean, like literally, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess unless, unless you're not getting the sales, but I know right now the, the off-road is just thriving, like to say the least right keep, now. They can't keep anything in the shop, in the, in the stores. Yeah. They're selling everything they roll in there. So like, I mean, I can, I get the whole, like, you know, electric thing or I don't know. I'm pissed off that we're not that we're talking about electric motors and all that, but I don't know. Hopefully we don't have to ride. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Electric motorcycles, the Alta, they tried it. Thing was heavy. Still hasn't. I don't know. I never saw it in a supercross race or anything. There, It's coming. And there's an right. electric quad. Um, the kangaroo kid in Australia has got an, got an electric quad. Has he got the Tesla? Is that what it is? Uh, no, I don't think it's a Tesla, but I just seen the pictures of the Tesla deal. That thing, uh, who even knows? That thing's probably a pile of garbage. <laughs> thing's uh, probably not good. <laughs> probably not. But I mean, because you build an electric quad and you take engineers that know nothing about quads. Yeah. Like where did they come from? That's what you get. You know, I mean, I think, I think that's one of the problems with, with KTM is, is they didn't have anybody that knew anything about quads build the yeah. front. And you got Tim Farr and Shane hit involved too late in the development. And, and you know what, they had some great success for a little while, but longevity, it wasn't as good as the jack quads. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. The, um, what about that? The Nikola side-by-side that was an all electric side-by-side that was supposed to be super awesome. I think it was like 2016, 17, maybe even 18 era. Like we're kind of, yeah, where I was seeing some YouTube, some reviews on it and stuff like that. And then they even shot it out at sand hollow. They did all the filming for it out there. I was out there when they did it. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never saw it though. And I, you know what? And I, I was gambling at the casino once down in Mesquite, and I ran into the guy. I saw his jacket. It's like Nicola. I was like, oh, and I was like, dude, that's the guy. And I said, what up to him? And they were all fired up. They were, maybe they were, maybe they were gambling too much. Who knows? But they, uh, they never came out of the car. <laughs> but he was all fired up on it at the casino. That's crazy. Yeah. So what are your predictions for 2022? 2022. You know, I don't know. I'm thinking I'm going to come back to racing. Like I said, yeah, I'm going to come back right. Like when I know for sure, like when I know I'm fast and I'm confident, um, 2022, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be hammering on this PT. I've been, I've been doing it. Yeah. I've been, I'm going to be hammering on it. I've been, uh, it's been, it's been my prime focus and I've been eating, eating good. Might even like, I don't know, kind of look around. I don't know. I'm not, I might, might even try some sketchy stuff and do some peptide injections. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to bulk up because I'm super scrawny. I already know that I need to work on that just for like structure. I think I might like, especially the shoulders, like, uh, and like, I don't know, uh, Joel's got a great training program too. And like all these dudes and I've seen, they kind of got like those moto dudes. They kind of got a little bit more like mass up top. I need to work on that. 
And, um, yeah, pretty much just, yeah, get strong. That's what I'm going to focus on is getting strong. And whenever I'm back, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be back like hundred percent, you know, but hopefully like, I think I'm going to be riding in like March or April and I'm just going to be going and riding and enjoying it. Probably go on some camping trips and, uh, yeah, maybe do like go to, yeah, I'm just going to go and turn the thing and stand on it, do some wheelies, you know, and probably not put gnarly motos in and go smash my gnarly sand whoops and hard packed whoops at the water tank. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be doing that all the time, like right away. It's going to take a couple months to like get there, maybe just a month. I'm, I'm young though. So I'm sure I'll get strong pretty quick. I don't know. It's tough to say. So just got to take care of myself. And uh, hopefully I'm coming back to racing sooner than later, but I'm definitely expecting the worst because I don't want to like put a date on it and like, I don't know, like push myself too hard, I guess you could say like before I'm ready. Oh, I'm all about pushing myself too hard, but I don't want to push it before I'm ready and like blow this thing out again. I just spent like six grand on this surgery. Like, and what I've been struggling with it since September. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that again. Like if we're coming back, if it's as bad as I'm thinking and I miss the first half of the races of the season and I come back after summer break, that would be a whole year. Like I basically, I wouldn't even want to count Cedar city and Glen Helen. Cause I wasn't even riding to my full potential, you know, like that'd be a whole year. I'm off my game. So I gotta really make sure I'm doing this right. Exactly. Exactly. What do you think about the rest of the pro class? rest of pro class. I don't know. It's good to see Bo coming back out there. He had a brand new quad at Prim or pretty fresh. At least he's like, he was like, ah, well, I mean, it was good. It still had stock tires on it. The nipples weren't on the tires, but I mean, it was, it was pretty fresh. Um, so he's building a new bike. He just built a bike. I was doing a photo shoot with him, um, at a, at a track he, he knows about. And, um, yeah, he, he had a brand new quad in August and yeah, we, we did that shoot and it was sick. He's been racing that this last half of the year. Um, so I think still fresh. He's going to be bringing that to round one. I'm pretty, I don't think he's going to be rushing to get that other quad done. He's just going to get it done whenever he gets it done. Probably after the summer break, kind of doing that same rotation. So he'll be around Mike. Um, yeah, I hope hopefully he, uh, I'm sure. I mean, he's going to be there. He's going to be there nice and fast for sure. As always. Um, definitely got respectable speed there. Um, as long as he stays focused, hope he stays focused for sure. Like, I think it's, you know, that that's a big deal. All of us need to stay focused for sure. But yeah, I just, you know, I know I've noticed at Mesquite, he was not riding to his full potential. So he, I just, and then Prim came around ripping though. And I was like, all right, he always does get a Prim, you know? So that was good to see. Hopefully, hopefully he's on his point. Cause I think he can battle with Bo still, you know, that's not totally out of grasp. Travis Damon, Travis is ripping too. He's stout. I mean, there's no telling. I mean, that he, I mean, he can definitely go for a second. Maybe even, I mean, if Bo has a couple issues, he can go for a championship. You know what I mean? I mean, you never know. I just, it's tough to say that Bo's going to get less wins than anybody out there. Um, you know, that Jacob was- Stevens. Oh, that was Damon's first full year on a, in the pro class. That's right. Cause like the first year 
he missed the first two rounds, I believe. Right. Uh, yeah. And he was just playing around with it. He didn't, he was learning. Yeah. Yeah. He, didn't he wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wanted to do it. Yeah. He was all fired up on it. Yeah. After that first race, he was all in. I knew. Yeah. I knew I was going to have to deal with him. <laughs> like, okay, here we go. I'm like, well, cool though. I'm all about it. Like another dude in the class, like that's what's up, you know? Like that was, that was honestly like a lot of, that was well, honestly like a lot of fun. No, obviously it was a lot of fun battling. Like it's no fun when you're out there. Like I feel bad for Bo. Like he's out there just waxing everybody. <laughs> like what's the fun in that? <laughs> the, check, the check that he cashes on. Monday. Yeah. He's laughing all the way to the bank. I'm sure. But still, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying though? I, so I'm cool yeah. with some battles. Like, and I know like, I mean, I'm after those championships too. Like I'm not going to be in it like next year, but you bet your ass I'll be there in 23, like for sure, like super strong for it. So the, uh, but yeah, I mean, all these dudes are going to stack up. I mean, I don't know. It's tough to say coming around one. I'm sure Bo's going to be smart and he's going to, I'm sure he's going to, he's going to win. So I don't know. Everybody else needs to step their game up. If they're going to, if they're going to beat him. So, and I myself as well, not just talking about everybody else. Like, not like I beat them yet. <laughs> so it's tough to say. I think it's anybody's game. You know, I mean, even if Spooner came back, he's not going to, I don't know if he is. I don't think he is. From what I've talked to him about, he's not going to be coming back doing a full season. He's going to do a couple races here and there. He's going to race quads for fun, which is totally respectable. I get it. You know, I mean, you either want to pursue it 100% or, you know, you just kind of, you know, want to enjoy it. So, um, yeah, he'll, he'll get in the mix here and there, um, you know, mix points up a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, yeah. then, yeah, Kenny, you know, I hope, I hope Kenny can, uh, definitely pick up speed a little bit more and, uh, get, get in the mix with these dudes. I think he can definitely do it. Um, him and Cody are both super fast and, you know, maybe if, I, I know this year they didn't ride as much quad cross Northwest though. So if he rides more quad cross Northwest, I'll bet that'll help. Cause, um, I mean, I'm sure it was tough. Cause like he, like in his pro-am year, he was, he was beating everybody like by a mile, right? Like by, by a few miles, he was, he was definitely getting it done pretty easy. And, um, but it was obviously not easy. You gotta like, you got to get it done all year long. So that was very respectable, of course, but like no discredit there, but just being what you have to deal with year in, year out, it, you know, it prepares you and it makes it easier to bridge this gap. So I, I could, I'm seeing it being tough for Kenny to bridge the gap on speed. So I'm, you know, I think more time racing uh, quad cross Northwest. I think that's going to help them out because they're up in the area, you know what I mean? And they're, they know all those dudes. That's their world. And uh, so if they're doing more moto, I think that's going to help out a ton. I don't yeah. know. If everybody stays busy, the more racing, the better. So, also, you know, uh, hopefully, it, hopefully it's a little faster for them next year. When you jumped into the pro class, it was culture shock for you. It was culture shock for everybody. It was. It totally was. Like, I mean, it's this is my, this is my third year and it was a damn struggle this year, you know? So, you know, my first, like, first year coming into it, I mean, I got, I got third at my first race, but like three guys broke and like it, I pretty much just fell on my plate that day. 
And, um, I guess I just stayed consistent all year and it worked out, but dude, the class has been stacking up. It has been getting gnarly. Like Jacob Stevens, he's another super fast guy. Like he blew my doors off at Loretta's. That was the first time I rode with him. And, uh, like I was doing motos with him and I think it was the pro sport class. Yeah. Pro sport. Cause he didn't do pro-am. He doesn't like long motos. And, um, he didn't do the 25 plus class cause he ain't 25. So yeah, it was a pro sport class for sure that he was ripping by me. And I was like, dude, and like, I can, I was like that sprint speed, the moto is different. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Kenny, I think it's going to help him out a ton if he rides more moto, like it's a big deal. You know what I mean? Especially if you're staying busy too. Cause like I was saying earlier, like if you're going to ride at this level, like you have to ride between races and like that's another thing too so this is going to be good for kenny so he's got he's got a practice quad and a race quad next year they've only had race quads that's all they've had him and cody and they're building two extra quads right now so like that's going to be a big deal for them you know what i mean them both yeah i got like like cody's going to stick around and and uh i believe he's going to stick around pro-am like like uh don't know for sure i'm pretty sure he is like we've talked about it a little bit um, I hope he does because he'll have, you know, for, for himself, making a name for himself, he'll have a little bit more value there and he can go and get some wins and, um, he hasn't made the move yet. So he can like do ride it out, like ride it out as long as you can, like looking back hundred percent, you know, um, yeah, ride it out and get those wins. I think he can do it. Braxton gross. Um, all those kids are super fast. So it's going to be tough competition, but the more moto he rides and if he rides that practice bike, like he's not going to have as many issues and struggles and fire drills on the weekend, changing, changing parts, you know, on Saturday night for the race or something, just dumb stuff. You know what I mean? So like, let me tell you, like having two quads is a huge deal competing at a high level. Like the second I got a second quad. Uh, it's, it's changed my whole program and it's made, it's basically kept me at it. It made sure it's ensured me getting to every race, you know, and riding all the time. It's a huge deal. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for them both the Sanfords on that getting, getting second quads. Right. What do you think of Alex Ortiz? Alex Ortiz, is he riding pro? Do you think? Um, I've heard rumors that he is. I could see him doing it. I don't know that. I mean, I don't know that it's exactly the right time. I mean, it'll be a little bit more a roll of the dice on his end, but um, you know, cause I mean, it's only been a year back, but then again, like dude, he's been, he was ripping in pro-am and he was already bridging the gap. So he switched to pro when he, before he left. And when was that? <laughs> um, 16, 17, yeah. something like that. Yeah. He didn't come back in 16. I know he, he did a race here and there in 16. And then 17, he, he wasn't racing anymore. And, um, yeah, no, it'd be, uh, it'd be awesome to see him ride pro. I mean, I'm all for it, you know? Um, but yeah, he, where was he at in points this year? Is he, is he third? Third. Yeah. Third in points. Yeah. I mean, Hey, like I said, freaking ride it out, man. I would, I'm off. I mean, a battle with those dudes. I mean, he could easily take it from Cody. You know what I mean? And get or, but easily, you know what I mean? You don't want to, you don't want to have it easy either. So, I mean, it, 
and it is cheaper to race pro. <laughs> pro am uh, pro. I'd say it's way cheaper to race pro. I mean, it's only a hundred bucks for the weekend, you know, or one twenty five with unclassified. I think it's more expensive to race pro because your your bike needs so much more. You need more power. You need better parts. You can't. You can't. Oh yeah, that's you true. Can't use things over and over and over and you you can get away with it in pro-am because you aren't riding it as hard and when you get to the pro class you go faster you ride harder uh, that is true i definitely started breaking a lot more crap <laughs> over the past couple of years i'm just like what i've never broke that before <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, usually broke it before is because you've never had to change it out yeah. Oh, dude. I had swing arm. Speaking of which, I've had swing arm pivot issues like nobody's business, right? Do those stock Yamaha pivots, garbage. And uh, like I've had, I've had one break on the first ride, and I always torque it to seventy-two foot pounds every time. And uh, yeah, they forget those thrust washers break around the engine cases, mm-hmm. and that like they just crack, and then you know it loosens up or whatever. So then you got to like, you know, retighten it or whatever anyways. And then once those crush washers like break and anyways, the collar seat completely into the, into the case, then you could tighten it all the way to 72 foot pounds and it stays there until the swing arm pivot breaks. And yeah. Oh dude, I've had them last. I can't even get like 30 hours out of one. And I've, I've had one break in one ride. So yeah, blame just stuff breaking all the time. We'll give away. My, I'm just kidding. I want to, I run a wall Street pivot, but yeah. <laughs> I, I had all about secrets. I don't care. You can build your build the same bike as me. Just come beat me on the track. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> that's that's um, I'm all about giving out my secrets. <laughs> Good. Logan, please keep me abreast of the situation with you and, and how your uh therapy goes and that make sure that you're uh getting back to a hundred percent. Um Hopefully we'll get you back on the show to get a progress report um, after the first of the year, maybe February, March. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, totally down. Yeah, just let me know. And uh, yeah, as long as, yeah, as long as I ain't flooding your show, bro. Yeah, just yeah, let me know anytime. Never flooding it. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> You're welcome anytime. Rad, dude. Well, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's yeah, it's a huge pleasure. Appreciate you keeping me involved. I will be back. Yeah, well, I do ride quads. You have a lot of fans out there and, and, and everybody wants the update from you. You know, they don't want the update from this or that. They want to be able to hear your voice and hear what you have to say about it and, and make sure you, you explain it to them. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's more important that you're talking to the fans and letting them know how you're doing um, because it's not life-threatening but it is still serious and you have to take it seriously. And, and I agree yeah. you should take care of yourself and come back when you're physically ready to. All right, man, we'll catch you soon. The team here at ATV talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATV San Diego's body evolution and wellness center with over 17 years experience Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875.
Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industries building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.